Saving money on your outdoor project? Now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Rikari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you, so visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now. Do you ever get tired of the same old thing? Looking for something new and exciting, but not really sure what to choose? Let us over at Kings Coast Coffee take the guesswork out of your coffee subscription. The roaster's choice is an always-changing coffee surprise selected and chosen by our head roaster and always a crowd pleaser. Shake up the way you wake up with the roaster's choice. Cold open this. You ready? I hate these. What, the cold open yeah, that we I just hate did? Your cold open so much. I did it again. Uh, and then you did it live. For context here, Sawyer. Yes. Tim hates when I cold open the show and I do it on purpose okay, just so to piss him you off. You know how we were talking about like, But I pick to and him. choose when I do it so he doesn't know when it's coming and I just tricked him into you it. You know again. how we were talking about how we like to impress people with our work? I just feel like a cold open is just. It's not a show. It's not how you start a show. No, but like you're like, hey, and welcome to episode like, what? What? what, You can say that at any time. It's episode seventy four. I'm not used to having us this in front of me. I looked at you. I don't think you can have a show called Star Wars and Scotch and expect it to be like super strict. You know, like damn it. You know, thank you. I've been I've had this idea for a while of a podcast that is like drunk history of Star Wars, um, which I'm trying to get off the ground. I need to find the right like co-host for it, but uh, you know. That, that's got to be casual. Like, there's a relatability when you add alcohol into it. Okay, the so hold on a second. So would you just get absolutely blasted and then give the history of Star Wars? Or is it just like anytime anyone's gotten drunk in Star Wars? No, no, no. Like, you get You get just blasted. absolutely blasted and yeah. then like, talk about Star Wars. there's a pregame where you, like, talk about what you're going to talk about. Uh-huh. And then you're, like, still drinking while you're talking. And it's So like, it gets progressively worse. Yeah. So you... <laughs> <laughs> Have you not seen Drunk History on Comedy Central? No. Oh, Tim, that'll be a whole new world for you. This show's amazing. Oh, See, I couldn't call it Drunk History of Star Wars. I'd get sued, but like Drunk you know. Lore. Drunk um uh Oh, this is nice. Lore yeah, it's delicious. Um I'll think of something. Lore dr- I don't know. Are you trying to actually Star now do Wars a real AA? Oh yeah, that's <laughs> oh, that's definitely. I feel like you need to find an alcoholic who really loves Star Wars to be your co-host because if you don't want to get really drunk, they'll just do it for you. I mean, I don't know. I you'd be surprised. I'm kind of like small, but I can I can hold my alcohol. So you're I also, feel like you're also in college, so that's like well, a given. I'm not a huge partier, but okay. I just like am built. I don't know. When I was in college, <laughs> I I like looking back, I just innately was able to hold more alcohol <laughs> then now and then now <laughs> i don't know if it was age a child or just you know the stress of just growing up who knows i, I feel like i can more. hold more alcohol now i choose not to does that make sense 
Yeah, but I mean, yeah. like, are you talking about just like quantity of like beers, or are we talking about like liquor? Because I'm talking about even, liquor. I don't even drink beer anymore, so oh. maybe I do a little bit. I had the the King's Coast oh. beer when I was in New York on Friday. Speaking of King's Coast, this off this. Oh damn it, I messed it up. This <laughs> I have these new I have these new Invisaligners. You softball did. for that one. Speaking of King's Coast coffee, this episode is brought to you by Kingscoastcoffee.com, where you can head on over and if apparently if you're local. To the Long Island area, you can pick up the new crumb cake or coffee crumb cake. Beer. You can go to the Kings Coast Roastery. Um, we can't, we don't have a license to sell it, but we can sell it to you there through Blue Point's online POS system. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to pick up your order mm-hmm. of Kings Coast or getting a cup of Kings Coast on Long Island, you can get Blue Point, uh, uh, the Blue Point collaboration there, or you can go to the brewery and get it on tap, which is where I had it. And it was 10 times better. That's cool. Um, so I shouldn't say 10 times, they're both pretty good, but, uh, yeah, kingshostcoffee.com, head over there and uh, do you think. Tim, what scotch are you drinking? Um, so, well, Kevin, this is the first time we've had scotch doing the podcast. What? I've been drinking it every morning at 8 a.m. when we <sighs> record. I'm so sorry. Uh, we're drinking a Tullamore uh, Dew. Dew? Dew? It's, uh, it's been aged 12 years. It's an Irish whiskey. 100% Mike thinks Oh, so it should be more like Tullamore Dew. There you go. Now oh, you- I didn't realize he was Irish. Mike thinks aloud is going to hear that. And he's going to be like, that's not good enough. And you know he's going to send another bottle over. <sighs> oh, it's Tullamore. He hit me up last week and he was like, hey, can I sponsor the panel at, at GCX yeah. with, with uh, uh, a really nice bottle? Of yes, yes, he like, can. Yeah, yeah sure. Are you coming to GCX? I don't know. You invited me last summer. I don't know if that's still on the table. It's still on the table. <laughs> that would be so awkward if it wasn't. No, imagine I was like, no, no, you can't come. <laughs> You're invited. You uh, can actually, pay like no everybody else. <laughs> you should join us. Yeah, we have a panel. Have we announced who's going to be on the panel? No, because okay. we didn't finalize who's going to be on the panel. You thought it was panel. me. That's what you said. <laughs> so she just, already knew. Just Sawyer. We invited her last year. We said we were turning person. So hopefully Sawyer will come. There'll be other Star Wars I, I plan to come. You know, I graduate on May 20th and celebration is May 26th. Yep. Uh, so I'm, you know, I oh, told man. my parents when I, you know, I don't have tickets yet. I need to buy them on Tuesday. But, oh, yeah, mom and dad, sorry. I'm like flying to Anaheim right at the <laughs> And then so my dad's like, what? what like what are the logistics here what's happening and i'm like oh yeah and i'm going back to orlando like a week. <laughs> i think i don't know i need to talk to these guys if they still want me there but yes <laughs> come yes I, I will come if you you will have me yeah we're hoping to uh 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 a from the star wars perspective have you there b from the tiktok perspective have you there because we're going heavy into uh bringing tiktok creators into the fold this year so nice. you kind of fit two molds that we need so you're you're perfect to uh, attend along with some other folks um so yeah if you're uh in can orlando I, in early june i will i will make it work can i wear yes. my revan cosplay yeah. on stage yeah yes <laughs> yeah yep yeah we i've actually been like bugging cosplayers you know the gentleman who uh did the asl with the fan that was dressed up like luke that everyone thought was luke but it wasn't actually luke I do not. Okay, so this happened last week to the point where it tricked me and Tim at first. No, 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 no. It did not trick. No, it tricked you. Did not trick me. You retweeted it and didn't say anything. Because I thought it was great. It looked good. It tricked me. I went and read the comments. The first one, someone was like, this isn't Mark Hamill, but it's great. Either way, a guy looked just like Luke, and uh, uh, he was doing ASL with a fan at an uh, event. 
and uh, by the end of the conversation, he was like in our tweets, like, "Hello, I would love to come to your event." Oh, I didn't know was... that. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so I got to reach back out to him cool. and see if we can Perfect. get. Perfect. Uh, that's cool. Was it, Fluke Skywalker. It was Fluke Skywalker. Fluke Skywalker. Yeah. To join us. That. No, I'm not like really a cosplayer. Obviously, that's not what my content is. But uh, new college is. Doxing myself. I go to new college and in Sarasota, and uh, they have a tradition where you cosplay to graduation instead of like wearing a That's gown. That's awesome. That's fun. And I, you know, shot in the dark. I asked my community. I'm like, I want to be Revan, and they're like, Okay, here you go. And they they funded my cosplay. So I'm really grateful for that. But so you're gonna be Revan for graduation. Yes, and you're then celebration. Celebration, and then, and then it GCX. To GCX. Yes. <laughs> If I'm going to pay that much for a costume, I better wear it everywhere. <laughs> Best tweet yesterday was Happy International Women's Day with a picture of Revan with no text or context Ooh, or anything. Ooh, I like that. And so many people in the comments like, what are you talking I about? I thought he was just Canonically, a guy. it's a man. I was like, dude, play the game. It's the first choice you get in the entire game. <laughs> also, it's not canon, so. <laughs> not yet. 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 One of our friends works at Aspire now. He announced it today. Yeah. Congrats, Nell. Does he Nell. know if it's going to be canon? Because I got he, some bets that I placed. He can't tell us. What do you think it's going to be? I'm I'm team canon. There has to be like a few tweaks. Like, you know, if, if, if like, I'm like the TikTok, like KOTOR expert. So, uh, you know, everybody wants to know what my thoughts are. I think it's going to be canon because they did say they're going to make some edits to mm -hmm. it. Um, I don't know. Obviously, you know, the graphics are going to be stunning. Um, but I don't yes. know if those edits are going to be just, like, small things, like allowing female Revan players to romance Bastila, which needs needs to be a thing. Mm -hmm. um, those are, like, small details, but I'm in the camp that they can make at least KOTOR the first game canon. They haven't announced if they're going to do KOTOR 2, which was kind of a mess anyway, but I think... When you get into like the Sith Lord of the Old Republic, they're so way bad. too OP, and so they would have to make some significant changes to KOTOR 2 and beyond. But I think they can make the first KOTOR canon. And we know Revan is canon. He was mentioned uh, mm -hmm. in the Rise of Skywalker encyclopedia. So I, I'm team canon. But what do you canon? What do you tweaks? What do you think of them just taking all the KOTOR material one and two and just kind of bringing it together into just one package, potentially uh -huh. like a DLC, if anything. I, I I mean I don't I don't know like I mean I, I well, well I hopefully you know hopefully at celebration we'll get some more information on it because it's gonna be so so many video games um hope so um but I, I I honestly didn't even consider that I just I I don't know I think it would be in their best interest to make the Kotor two that was supposed to be made. Mm. It's because that game was rushed out and you know it wasn't until I think 2014 that someone data mined the whole thing and put out the like mod that you needed to really oh, play wow. the game yeah um so i i don't know i don't know we'll see but hopefully we'll get i mean i just i don't know what i would That's do why if I'm, they made darth nihilus canon i'm curious <laughs> if, if they make it like an actual platform and then you just build more on top of it they could totally do they that. they when you play with the mod mm -hmm. the data mine mod there's a whole chunk of the story that never made any sense okay and all of a sudden you're like oh shit that's dumb. <laughs> why would? I, okay, that I know why they would do it. So that just sucks. That was probably some conflict was, they had with with it, Lucas at some point. No, it was Bioware like staffing and deadlines. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was crunch time, and so they just cut a big piece out that they yeah. couldn't finish it wasn't in time. Finished. Yep. And oh. uh, you know, I didn't realize that that was. I mean, I, I I think I knew it in the back of my mind when I played it, but I didn't realize. Like, I got the game froze at the very end, and I looked it up, and they were like, "Oh, download this mod. It also has like the HK. You know, he's got his own separate thing that 
comes if you get the fan made like mod and then i had to play the whole game over again but i'm so glad i did because there's tons of like references to the first game that mm. like in dialogue that you and a lot of conversations you can have with you know candorus who's mandalore in kotor 2 mm -hmm. that you know he mentions revan and has like so much more content so um but a lot of people don't know that that exists no, I, like, didn't know I hated this game. Well, did you play the fan mod? What? Yeah, I didn't even know it was a mod. <laughs> yeah, huh. and it makes it make a lot more sense. Well, I have to go have to you YouTube. played the Swotor stories? Yeah, so I'm working on it now. I haven't played the new DLC because... Don't yet? It's a little on the broken side? That's that's what I heard, um, yeah. but I, I'm waiting for a friend of mine to be able to subscribe and get it again. Mm -hmm. um, but I've been playing through the cr class stories while I'm waiting. I'm about to finish Smuggler, but yeah, I do. I do play it. Yeah, it that fleshes out everything even further and they obviously if you're almost done with the story then you have you met hk in the game and yeah that was super weird i i like he's Re just there. revan's gonna bother you like it's great to see revan in the game but his story is not i've, that I've great. played i've played shadows of revan i <laughs> yeah that's how i am <sighs> You know, I there are some people in the camp of like I hate the book and the DLC for Switcher. I love the Revan novel; it's my favorite Star Wars book like of all time. But oh. um, I need to go back and listen to that then. Yeah, the Revan novel. Yeah, I didn't know. There's that. a lot of good Legends EU books. Mm. Like I think you would be interested in the Thrawn books when you're done with the, the, current the old Timothy Zahn ones. Yeah, because yeah. you can see the correlations. You can see like why Aaron today was on on Twitter and your in your mentions like. Uh, they kill the EU story only to bring back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we could definitely talk about that. Um, but since we're on video games, what do you guys think about Eclipse getting pushed back to 2028? <clears throat> I mean, what? Eclipse. Uh... <laughs> I didn't know that it was pushed back. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. figured since we were just talking about video games. Uh, I mean, it's it's a tough pill to swallow because you that know, sucks. It's like I'll be I'll be on I'll be well on my way to uh, almost. I'll be almost 40. I'll be almost well, not almost 50, but like on my way there. And uh, that's when Star Wars starts to get scary because you're like, oh, I'm so excited for this thing, but it's not coming out for six years. Is it, was there a reason it was pushed back? They're having a lot of staffing issues and then the um, the there, social issues surrounding the yeah, studio. Yeah, I mean, the, the trailer looked amazing and I'm super stoked for it, but it's like especially in the content creator world it's like what what can yeah. we say about this it's, like, it's hard the swotor trailer looked amazing too the game is essentially end game not end game end of the story is broken because i can't uh, uh malgus is glitched oh so i'll dodge him dodge him dodge him dodge him do my thing da -da, and then he'll one shot me no. <laughs> sounds like you're playing elder but Ring. with eclipse like anyone can make a cool trailer and and um ilm made this wotor trailer i don't know oh, i'm assuming killed it dude yeah, I'm assuming who uh, the what's the studio that's doing eclipses? Oh, um, it's a uh, Quantic Dream. Quantic, Quantic Dream. Dream, thank you. I, I was like, I was like, Detroit becomes human. That was the yeah. first thing that came to my head. <laughs> and I love Detroit. That's, that's a great game. Great game. But um, but yeah. Yeah. So know. I mean, it's hard. It's yeah. It's, if you're having staffing issues and then you have social issues on top of it and people don't want to go work for you, do they clean house? Not to get too deep into the whole social Not issues. That I'm with aware it. Of. Okay, that I don't was think so. that was the one thing that I never looked into is if they actually like clean house. They should have. I think they should have. But that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, unfortunately with Eclipse, it's it's going to be a long, ugly a road long in my opinion. Uh -huh. My fear is that the game's going to get canceled. That's what like that's the vibe at hearing a major push happening to 2028 from mm -hmm. 2022 or 2023. That was what we people were thinking. Um, so yeah, that's very frustrating. Keeping on the video games mm -hmm. um, for celebration. Yeah, Ubisoft game. You guys think we'll see it? 
we or I think we're gonna see all of the games that were mentioned. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Kevin. It's, okay. It's called okay. Star Wars and Scum. Okay. So for those that are just listening, Kev, as I was talking, Kevin tapped my thigh Perfect, with you. his hand, and I thought he was trying to point something out to me that he wasn't supposed to say. Like while we're doing, you're like, "Don't talk I just about want something." And I'm like, "Oh crud." Anyways, I think that any of the games that were talked about that were announced that like, "Hey, this publisher's working on it." I think we're gonna see a trailer. We're going to see them even like what respawn did where they just like came out and they're like hey we're working on this thing here here's something from the game um so i think we'll definitely see i think we'll see jedi fall in order to gameplay um i because that game like there's there's no reason for them to just show a trailer like they i think they're gonna actually gonna show like in-game stuff ready to go and then i think ubisoft we're definitely gonna get we're gonna get a name and a concept i think and then who else is who else is working on a, a star wars game there's quantic dream ubisoft Aspire, uh, respawn. There's other ones. There's another one. Who else is working on one? Did Hunters come out? That's no, not it's not out yet. yet. Isn't Warner Brothers working on one? Not that I'm aware of. I thought they had one too. But then Hunters on Switch. That's the other. That was another and game. mobile. And mobile. Yeah, but it's not out yet. When is that? What was it slated for? Just like this year? I can look. Interesting. It was so, supposed to come out a few months ago. It's going to be a lot of video games. It's going to be very video game heavy. Star Wars Hunters. Hunters. That's what it was. That was the other game. There is a XCOM style game, like a um third person, like top down strategy. Oh, like uh Midnight Suns and whatnot? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the other one that, that's gonna be working on. So says, I think we'll get I think we'll get some some gameplay. Still says arriving in twenty twenty two for Hunters. Mm. The concept sounds really cool. It sounds like Overwatch, but for Star Wars. Yeah, so I I'm pumped for it. The droid I, uh, that thinks he's a Jedi, I'm excited for right? him. <laughs> Isn't that cool? What's his name now? I forget what his name is. He's got a fun name. It's, it's not, like it's J not, E D one or something yeah. like that. It reminded me a lot like what they did for Visions with the uh, the B three N J three D. Yeah, it's I Jedi. One. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I guess I just that's good. Image, not the character. All right, cool. All right, so today was so I, it's weird. We usually do Star Wars and Scotch. Wednesday mornings at 8 a.m. at 8 a.m. and the reason why we're doing that is because the shows were coming. <laughs> the shows were coming out. <laughs> <laughs> we had a discussion before we went live because somehow I asked Tim what we're doing at the gym tomorrow, and I said, "Sorry, we get up at a really ungodly hour to go to the gym." She goes, "What time?" We're like 4:30. She goes, "I go to bed at 4:30." Yeah, and then we got to a topic of you know creating content overnight with your your uh, other content creation friends and colleagues, and Tim and I are like, "Well." We don't do that anymore. No, we I go haven't to bed done it like nine. I haven't 30. done an all-nighter in a long time. <laughs> it shows you the spectrum of content creation and nerddom. Yes, you know you have someone who's a full-time student working their ass off, and then creating content overnight. Tim and I obviously have made it our lives at this point, so we do it all day. Yeah, go home and be with our families, and then collapse into bed. And yeah, process all <laughs> over again. So uh, yeah, it was just interesting to see. I'm sorry. No, you're good. But usually, it's always funny because like we do our we do our show Wednesday morning, and then it it never fails. Never fails. Twelve o'clock, one p.m. comes rolling around, and there's a big news piece that drops. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is, what it involves. It's always something big, and it's it's like it feels like every week or every other week there's something. And um, there was a tweet that went out from the official Obi Wan. TV show Twitter. Hello there. Hello there. 
Um, and everybody hit it with a General Kenobi or like uh, my buddy CJ he used to work at uh, Dice. He did that. He did a really good one. It was from Christopher Robin. And he goes, he goes, uh, General Grievous. And Pooh Bear flips over and he goes, General Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. And Pooh has like eight arms that come out from his back. Uh, but yeah, so, and, and then everybody's asking, are we going to get an Obi-Wan trailer today? I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. I said that on stream this morning. Everyone's like, what do you think? Are we going to get an Obi-Wan trailer? And I was like, there's no way in hell that they are going to like just put a tweet out and then drop the trailer. They're like, they're building up their socials. Like, I think that we're going to get some teasers and then maybe next week we'll get a trailer. I was wrong. Once the Entertainment <laughs> Weekly stuff came out, I was like, oh, we're getting So that all happened today. in real time for you. I saw the tweet. And I saw the earnings call that was going to happen, and then I went live. So I went completely dark. So what happened? The picture that got me in the Entertainment Weekly was the only one that got me was Uncle Owen looking at the Inquisitor like two <laughs> yeah. inches from his face, and I was like, "Oh, that's some shit!" Like they got right. They're like they're very close to Luke at the moment. That's a little on the. Obviously, we know the ending there, but you know that's intense. That's interesting. So I was like, "Man, I can't wait to see the trailer for when we get to see a yeah. who that Inquisitor is, and b." Um, you know what led to this maybe or some inclination and they did yep. you know basically the idea is they're hunting Obi-Wan they know he's well I shouldn't say that they know Jedi are still alive obviously which is why the Inquisitory was uh, started but they're very close to where Obi-Wan is in that movie in those scenes Extremely. we can see that clearly now answering the question too that we had Tim mm -hmm. are we going to go off planet Oh, we're going off planet. We saw plenty of scenes where we're off planet. With Ben, like Kenobi is off planet. It's not just yeah. like a scene of being somewhere else. Like they, they showed him walking on the side street with his cloak up. So he's off tattooing, which I'm really surprised that he would do something like that. What do you what are your thoughts, Sawyer? Um, I mean, so I think we know, I think the planet's called, like, Dayu. I think that's, some people thought it was Narshada. It looks very much like yeah. Narshada. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I think what I was seeing on the internet today is called Dayu. Um, I, I'm not, honestly, I'm not sh quite sure what I think about it yet, just because at, at bef previously, we were under the impression that Kenobi never left Tatooine once right. he went yep. there. Um, but, um, I, I, and I, originally I had this thought, like, oh, they're gonna do flashbacks, that's how he's gonna have an encounter with Vader, like, I just... You know, or referencing um, Vader twenty seventeen when they have like a there's like a dream sequence where, where they fight. I thought that was the direction they're going in, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I'm excited to see planets like that. We don't see, aside from Coruscant, we don't see like city life planets very yeah. often. So mm -hmm. I'm excited to see where it's going, but I'm not. I'm not sure. There is a rumor circulating that, you know, oh, he's trying to protect Leia, especially after this trailer. I don't think that's the direction they're going in. No. Um, but I do think that they're, you know, I, I can't remember what the creature is called that he's, he's like, hanging out with on Tatooine. But that is a direct reference to the Legends novel Kenobi. Mm -hmm. He has, you know, his little... Th I, I don't know what speed... I should know, but... Um, but I th maybe we're gonna see some of that. Maybe they're gonna tie in some of those plot lines into the show. But I'm not. I'm not sure. They seem to be dipping back into EU and Legends to draw from, for, whether it's inspiration or directly for content. Yeah. Um, to kind of give the nod that you know it's not dead. Yeah. It just we're changing the narrative to fit mm -hmm. the entire story. 
which to me is fine, obviously. But, you know, some people get bent out of shape for no reason whatsoever. Um, but uh, I know I'm so antagonistic and edgy. Um, but <laughs> when it comes to the trailer, the one thing I took away was like one of the Inquisitors. We recognize them from Clone Wars and uh, from Rebels. Sorry, from Rebels from Rebels. Uh, immediately I saw the hat and I was like, oh, oh the skin oh. and the face and I everything. I mean, like it was I just... forget which brother it was, but it was one of them. So I'm curious, are we yeah. going to start to see like the sisters from Fallen Order? Are we going to see like other? You just... shouldn't because they're dead. No, actually, Trilla would still be alive. I thought she. Wait, uh, wait, wait, I thought this is going to happen after. This is 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. And five then, years after after fallen order. order right so i thought oh, it, it is after fallen it's order? after fallen oh years i after. thought it was before yeah that's all i was like wait a second oh okay so then we won't see so them. so but that so that means vader rebuilt the inquisitorial base that we blow up it and, looks like a different one in the because there's a shot of it in the trailer but it's in the water and the peak but the, the only thing that's different from that shot from fallen order from what i remember is that it i thought it was deeper underwater and that showed like a point but we also never saw it from mm -hmm built it up we also that and that's the whole point is like we never got to see the entire base yeah. like we saw it from like that one angle that was just like absolutely breathtaking but if you're a jedi fallen order fan you will recognize that right away you're like oh we've been there i've been inside that base um which i thought was really cool and we actually had someone ask us on twitter and it, and it was it was it woodhouse no uh, was it it was was will Will that said the the so, thing? Yeah. yeah. And so I wanted so I want to bring nice. that up and I thought that was really interesting. Um the idea of Lucas using Jedi Fallen Order to set up Obi-Wan years before Obi-Wan even happened. I could see it the other way. I could see Obi-Wan setting up the sequel. You think that's gonna usher in? If Cal is a part of this in any way, shape, or form, there's yeah. a couple things that come into play. One, it could set up the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order for two. Uh-huh. Two from a marketing and business perspective, I think you're right. If you're going to do live action Cal, that means they're going to make live action marketing materials, whether it's a trailer, whatever, for the game starring. Is it Dominic Monaghan? Is that his name? That, I don't no, know. No, Dominic Monaghan's Lord of the Rings. He's just Joker. Cameron Monaghan? I can't remember. He's the Joker. He, that sounds right. I don't know. <laughs> Him, Joker, uh, to come in and, you know, he would do it all at once. Yeah, and so it wouldn't, it wouldn't be like a one off. So, so his tweet, so his tweet in particular was saying, like, do you think because they set that up, they would bring him into live action? Because he is visually, he is hard. the same character. It's not hard at all. Yeah. It, he could he could transverse mediums very very easily. Um, I don't think they're going to do that. I think I've, I, we have been really adamant about saying that like there like there's certain mediums that just don't cross. And I think video games kind of just like live on their own in a sense. Like they're building that universe up really really well. Uh, or not that part of the universe really. If they really want to well. cross market, it makes sense. If they, it, it's not like a, a lore nod as much as it would be like, can we use the show to market the game, and can we use the game to market the show? That's the way I look at it. Doesn't and if that's always work, work out well. What was the one sh game that came out on Sci-Fi that was doing that thing where it was like it was a live Defiant? action game, but like Defiant, where it was like watch the TV show and then this happens in the video game. No, I don't even mean to that extent. I just mean like, can we cross promote? Ah. Can you know, especially because celebration is right there. Yeah. With celebration right after it, it makes sense that the first episode or the second episode of Obi-Wan would lead to something. You know, again, if it's a live action trailer that tells a story maybe in between the two episodes. Yeah. You don't know. Could it could be. It could be it could be all be linked. But I just need Zepho information. I just that is all that I want. That would I mean like I want to know how the Zepho and the Ricotta exist, and this is a story question, simultaneously, if they can. Uh well I mean I mean it's possible the the ricotta we don't know 
we know Ricotta Prime is canon. Yes. We don't know what to what extent the Ricottans existed within right. the universe. So, uh, but they are not to be messed with, so they could make it work. <laughs> Um, you know, and, and they were very good at, like, living in the shadows until they, like, had what they needed to conquer. So right. I, I think I think we could find a happy medium somewhere to combine the two. Because it was revealed last week that we had thought the Yuuzhan Vong from Legends was going to be the Grisk described in the Thrawn novels. But now, apparently, there's a nod to the Yuuzhan Vong that makes it seem like they both races could exist in the Disney universe. Um which is exciting because it doesn't limit us to one like warmongering, conquering, terrifying ultimate enemy out in the chaos beyond uh, the red line. So that again, and it goes back to what we said at the beginning, them bringing more of this old stuff mm -hmm. into canon to flesh it out. You know, in 10 years, we're all going to and we, we say this all the time. 10 years, we're all going to look back and be like, wow, that made more sense now. Because yeah. <laughs> the 10 other things I've seen now to incorporate mm -hmm. or to take a nod to that. So and I think. You know, obviously, there are a lot of people who were not in favor of Disney. I mean, it's not that they scrapped Legends, right? Like, Lucas himself did not acknowledge a lot of Legends. You yeah. know, it was, a, it was a platform for fans to make their own star stories uh, within Star Wars. Um, but I think it, the way I see it is Disney... The, what Disney is doing in acknowledging these like little tidbits, like, have you guys read The High Republic? Yeah. Um. So, you know, in Light of the Jedi, they bring up the creation of Bacta and how they yeah. were using Kulto. Yeah. And Kulto is a huge thing in KOTOR. Like, I think those nods and the way that they're incorporating it, Legends is great. I love Legends. A lot of my content is Legends-based, but it's just so, because it was kind of like a fan universe, yeah. it's so OP and there's so much stuff yep. um, that wouldn't work. And I think that that's why I really like how Disney's doing it, because it's just like throwing a little bit here and a little bit there, and it fits all fits in a realistic way. Yep. So um, I, I don't know. I'm all for it. I, I, I'm enjoying it a lot. Seeing it, It's always fun to like be reading a comic or something, and like the High Republic comics, they mention like Surik's blade is an exclamation of excitement yep. or fear, and like, ah, oh, I know that character. <laughs> like... <laughs> and then, you know, piggybacking on that we had book of boba fett which i want to get your feelings on later in the show but we had book of boba fett and it really fed into a piece of the lore that we needed to flesh out and again it wasn't important for me the obi-wan show is 10 times more important of Agreed. a time that we need to establish what the hell happened here yep. mm -hmm. and it's going to change all of the content surrounding it in the future sure Book of Boba Fett, again, important. It plays a role. A lot of familiar characters, new characters that we needed. This, to me, is, like, super important in the timeline. Yes. Like, borderline one of the movies in the trilogy, I would say. This is on that, that level of importance um, or any any of the trilogies. Um, so this, to me, is a big deal, and it's a reason they're only doing it as a one-off limited series. It's clear as day. Book of Boba Fett, yeah, they can make a season two. This... This is what you're getting. Well, you're gonna learn the story, and that's yeah. the end of it. Well, because I mean, like Book of Boba Fett, it's very now that we know that Boba Fett is alive and well, and he has this group of merry men and ladies that he can go just vanquish evil around in Tatooine with. Like that's cool. But we know how Obi Wan dies. <laughs> like we know there's an, there's an end to his story. So yeah, it, like like I'm still very much so hopeful that we'll get a season two. I'm really really hopeful. But, Boba Fett. Yeah, Boba Fett. But like, could you like 
can you i i know we're gonna get to the end of obi-wan and we're like damn it i need another season it's gonna happen i don't know they could they could drop us off at the doorstep you know of 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 sure but like i love ewan mcgregor like, oh, we all do. Like he's awesome. And Ewan so, McGregor to me is more Obi Wan than Sir Alec Guinness. Well, yeah, because Sir Alec Guinness, he only hated got Star Wars. Well, he hated Star Wars, <laughs> and his role is very different in the original trilogy than Obi Wan and Ewan McGregor are in Clone Wars. Right. And like in the in the establishing like Obi Wan as a as a character, like we really get to love this person because we grew up with that person. Right. Like Ben was already old and he was set in his ways and he was already like jaded and and just grumpy and he he knew what he had to do. Uh but like this other Obi Wan, like being this father figure and all this stuff, like there's just so much more emotion and just like i relate so much more to you mcgregor's obi-wan so i agree with you 100 like he is obi-wan like charlie again is like he he established a role and you know very thankful for for his part of it but yeah i like knowing like learning that he hated star wars and the space magic just like put just a terrible taste in my mouth i'm like ew how could you hate that and then still record it because he he talked about that in episode four and then went and did five and six that's gross i mean so Harris, mad. Harrison Ford. I know Harrison Star Ford hates Star Wars too. <laughs> it makes me so mad. And then he's like, "I'd love to come back and do I, more Star Wars." I <laughs> I think Harrison Ford cosplays as Harrison Ford hating Star Wars. I think he he strikes me as the type too that he's just like, you know, he's very gruff. He's very like, "Yeah, he doing this," but I don't think he actually does. I think it's just for dramatic effect. Yeah, he I agree. wouldn't have come back. It, my thought is he's Harrison Ford. He does not have to say yes to anything, and I think he would not have agreed to Rise of Skywalker unless he believed in that. I think that is like the best scene in that movie, and I don't think he would have done it unless he was like, "This is important. This yeah. is like you know, I value this interaction." Especially because it. it was originally supposed to be Carrie, and since right. we lost Carrie, mm-hmm. you know, I have a feeling that they appealed to his better senses on that one. Yeah, for sure. One last time for Carrie, because mm-hmm. he loved her. Yeah, and and Mark, uh, they were like the little three bud buds i love that i always love seeing like the pictures oh, yeah. of those three together or just like listening to mark talk about i, I carrying said, away you know how danielle uh my wife has in our house we have the sinatra pictures and yes. the rat pack mm-hmm. i sent her a picture and it was the three of them at the writing table in black and white sitting there i was like can Aww, we add this to the wall that's really good she's like yeah i actually like this because carrie <laughs> looks gorgeous in yeah. the picture so uh, uh i think we're gonna add that on that's there. awesome but um Okay, Sawyer, then I'm going to ask you this question. The end of Obi-Wan, is it going to drop us off the same way Rogue One was like, here you go. You're in, you're in, you're in a new hope now. I mean, I don't think they need to do that because that's exactly what Rogue One does. Um, I do not think we're getting a second season. No, in my no. opinion, oh, no, no, no. I think it's more impactful with, you know, the six episodes. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, they could end this show. This is how I see the show ending the same way they ended the episode where he duels Darth Maul. That's what. what that's it, how the show. That's, would that's what I'm thinking. It's like so it'll probably tie into Rebels. Like mm. it, you, you watch, you watch Obi Wan, and then it takes you into a Rebels episode. That wouldn't. That would make. Oh, like more a live sense, action version of the duel. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they'll bring that back because the way that that is filmed and everything, like that. That the even even it's though perfect. it's animated and cartoon and like it's all, whatever, it's a beautiful scene and like that. The, like I love watching Maul just like be free. 
-hmm. like that whole like he lets go and like that's like that whole like I love that scene anywho um, I, I still think that it, they, there has to be a, a, a they have to drop us off somewhere I, I really do think so I think Rebels would make the most sense yeah. also because you have John and you have like like of course they'd want to like I think he he really likes to tie things up and clean it up and so I think he's gonna drop us off into so that so you think it'll be him on like one of the sand dunes with his hood up and Luke's in the distance like running back to something or like we'll meet up we'll meet up with with a character from or it'll be Ahsoka or it'll be something where it makes sense in that timeline it could be Ahsoka leaving to meet Ezra and depending on timing on this so she jumps uh, so, but that's the whole thing is like so timing and rabble yeah oh yeah I've, she has the veil of the force hmm you love the Veil of the Force so much. I mean, it opens up the multiverse. For you love it. It's we get the multiverse. You don't know how it works exactly. <sighs> you That's saw it for like two minutes. That, yeah, but I've done extensive research. There's not. There's no material on it. Extensive. Literally, there's one episode. Extensive. And it's two minutes. It, it it creates the multiverse for and time travel. They need to flush it out. I feel like that was just like they needed to figure out how to end it. And it was just like, well, we need Ahsoka, of course. Well, they tied it into Sith mysticism. That was what makes it interesting. That's my problem, though, is they, they still need they need to backtrack. And I, I think Acolyte's going to help clear that up a bit is because they, they show off a little bit of the Sith mythicism in the end of episode nine with Exegol. Like, I really think that's when they were like really leaning into it. And then we got cut short. And so I think I think um, Acolyte will start to open more of that up for us. The really dark creepy stuff i still think exegol is the star forge i agree it make any sense well how else did he get all those ships i follow her on tiktok so i know all of her button pushes <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 how else did he amass it? it yeah could you say i could you could say that the star, star forge, forge is on exegol is, or or a remnant of the infinite empire or something because gen i i agree that only something of Rakata technology would be able build that to build those fleets. But, you know, I, I find it highly unlikely that Exegol is the same thing as Rakata Prime, which is where the Starforge ends up. Could be the same technology. And, but it could be, you know, they had so many machines. It totally could be, but it's not the Starforge. <laughs> <laughs> He thinks it's a Star Force. Well, here's the deal. We have Ricotta Prime in canon. We know that as a planet, and it is mentioned in the Rise of Skywalker novelization, and Exegol is separate, and we have this KOTOR remake coming out, and I think it's going to be canon, and so that means the Star Forge is still on Ricotta Prime. It could be a Star Forge, too. What if there was more than one? Oh, my God. If there, I don't I don't even know. Ricotta, we're pretty... Uh, I mean, when the Sith come back in Legends now, they come back like... It's all of a sudden like, where did this fleet come from? How did they get all this technology? Where mm -hmm. were they hiding? Why were they gone? Um, so. Can you imagine having a, a planet that was a 3D printer? So, <laughs> that'd be so cool. Be, I love my dream. I love my 3D printer. He made me um a little stand. I made you a little lightsaber stand. And I put my son's Disney lightsaber on it. Cool. And I'm like, now I need three more. <laughs> there are, it's so much fun. I made a I made a Revan bust. And then I also made a yeah, a, a stormtrooper helmet that like half of it's cracked out, <sighs> and there's a skull inside of it. This is, it... <laughs> yeah. I know how to push your buttons too. Oh, damn it! <sighs> Show her the picture of the skull one. That oh. one's really cool. Okay. Uh, and you posted that on Instagram, right? I did put it on Instagram. On TikTok? No, I don't put my 3D printed stuff on TikTok. 
Because uh, I don't need I don't need all the I don't need all of the the people who are like know it all. Yeah, like oh you're Z like okay, so it's very very uh, difficult to get a three D printer right. But you guys can't see it at home, but that's oh, it's that's a stormtrooper, cool. isn't it? Cool. That's like half the skull of the stormtrooper. Yeah, it's uh, like if you're gonna do Hamlet in Star Wars. Yeah. Behold, to be or not to be. Um. So. I think we covered Obi Wan pretty well. I think so. I'm uh, overall very excited for it. Very yeah. excited. Again, there was a lot of Great stuff trailer. in the trailer that interests us. I, I'll ask this one last question to both of you. So, sorry, you first. Why is Obi Wan off planet? Oh my god. <laughs> um. You know, I I don't don't have a real answer. I think a lot of what we see in the trailer with the Inquisitor coming to Tatooine and having a confrontation with Owen Lars, that is undeniably going to get the attention of Obi-Wan because he is there to protect Luke. I think it is, I think that happens in the first episode and that's why Obi-Wan goes off planet because he needs to eliminate this threat because they know it from what it seemed like from what the Grand Inquisitor was saying in the trailer, they know about Obi-Wan, but they don't know about Luke yet. So I think I think that's why he goes off planet. I think he's like, no, 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 we got to take care of this before. Wouldn't Vader? Oh no, Vader thinks that that he's dead. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. So okay. What if okay. Qui Gon tells him to go off planet? Like to go find. I'm just. I'm someone. just. I'm just. What not... if? What if he leaves to put them off the scent too? That's what, that's what she was saying. Yeah, like that. That I agree with that theory more. Then you know, go meet this person or something. Yeah. Because the only person that would be able to connect the Jedi would be Leia's father, Bale. Mm-hmm. But Bale also says that like he's not going to talk to them anymore, so he doesn't endanger them. Right. So whether you know, but could someone bring him some sort of encrypted message? Like, I don't. I don't think so. I, I, it's I think getting very complicated he, at that point. He said that he was going to go into exile, like he was hiding in Tatooine to protect luke so in my mind that's why it's still really hard for me to like before watching this trailer it was hard for me to believe that ben was going to leave tatooine because that's where luke is and his entire purpose of being there is to be is to look out for luke so that's and that's what i've been saying that into the entire time so i think to to y'all's point yes there would have to be a huge extremely important reason for him to want to leave the planet that he was told to never leave it's also possible he could have a force vision about vader um, you know, knowing like, or, you know, obviously it wouldn't be a force vision about Vader coming to steal Luke because in that case it would come true. But I think it's possible he would, you know, either this encounter with Vader that he's going to have, or he has a force vision that Vader's out there doing something and he's like, or getting close maybe yeah. to figuring out that, you know, um, so, so I think that's a possibility. There's got to be some motivator for him to. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. And it's absolutely, in my mind, it has to be Luke being way too close for comfort. Okay. Yeah. I I do think that, well, let me rephrase this, or let me let me pose a question to you both. So we talked about Cal. Tim and I talked about some of the other Jedis that could be alive. Do you think, and I'll ask you, because we've already talked about this, do you think we'll see Ahsoka? No. Okay. I hope not. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I love Ahsoka. Ahsoka's great. Filoni's not involved with this project. And uh, 
I am my one of my like I don't want to say issues. I do not think Ahsoka served a role in the Book of Boba Fett, and I think she was there because that's Filoni's baby. Um, yep. Which and 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 that is like a, a little bit of a bone to pick I have with Boba Fett because that episode in particular just felt like kind of felt like fan service. I'm not gonna lie. No, it was. That's what um, we said. And that's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes fan service is great, and and I you know I'm not dissing that but like i don't one of my the issue i had with that is that ahsoka meeting luke should have been a bigger event and we were just kind of expected to see that they knew each other and that initial meeting had already happened and it it just felt very out of place for me so i i don't i guess it's possible in terms of like ahsoka you know she did obviously she knew kenobi so i guess it's possible but i don't think it's necessary and and i think that they are trying to emphasize that this like one-off like mini series is not part of the Filoni verse, so I don't think we'll see Ahsoka, but it is possible, especially if there's a Rebels tie-in. Yeah, Rebels tie-in, and then the other thing would be, you know, again, I always go back to the business perspective. Ahsoka getting FaceTime before her show yeah. is always in the back of my mind, so. I'm 50-50 on that. I agree with you, though, that if they do put her in, it is fan service to an extent. It's not necessarily, like, relevant to what's happening. Mm-hmm. Because if you're going to tell the most relevant version of Obi-Wan's story, he's going to be by himself on yeah. his own the whole time. Like, it's him versus the world to protect Luke. So, I mean, but as we've seen, they love cameos. I have a hard time thinking that she's going to show up because you're dealing with 10 years of time from when we see like you you have to go backwards in time 10 years Mm -hmm. so like you have to then essentially make rosario dawson look younger than what she is right now Mm -hmm. to fit into that to your point of the book of boba fett episode being a fan service i think they put luke in there to make up for the fact that they screwed up hard with his deep fake in the ending of season two of Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and they needed to save face and show that ILM isn't I was say, that just... ILM can do this, <laughs> and that not some stupid YouTuber is going to show them up. And so I think they needed to actually prove themselves. And all they did is they hired that YouTuber yeah, to come yeah, work yeah. for them. Like Which that I was really it. Appreciate it but... was dope. This kid got so much publicity, and he mm-hmm. got an awesome job. But you're right, there was no reason for that. It was awkward. It didn't make sense. And we said that. And I and like now thinking about it, I was like, no, that was a publicity stunt for ILM. Like they wanted to make sure that people knew that, makes sense. that they could do this. And I mean, yeah, Luke wasn't my biggest issue with that episode. It really just felt like a conglomeration of things that didn't oh, need I to be there. Agreed. Like I felt like episode five um, was a, I, I feel so lucky because the week episode five dropped, I had signed up for like a podcast just we didn't know anything about Boba Fett so I didn't know episode five was going to be what episode five was and then to- today I get the Kenobi trailer and I get to come here and talk about it so I feel like I'm on a like winning streak with like the keep it rolling um but um I I think episode five was a really good interlude mm. like it was like yes. a palate cleanser for the you know to set up then the second half of Boba and I do get you know i i think we could have most of what happens in episode six we could have seen in mando season three yep 100%. um but I, I i like i'm when i made a video you know when i did my review for this episode i said like if they got rid of some if they shaved off the the luke and the uh, grogu thing down to maybe like 
10 minutes max and they didn't have Ahsoka and they didn't do, you know, such and such. Like, I get the continuation of Mando setting it up. So glad Grogu picked the chainmail. Um, uh, Luke had no idea what he was doing with that. Wait, kid. did you think that he? Were you worried that he wasn't going to? I was. 50, I was. You didn't see the pod on the top of Mando of Mando's ship. I didn't make that connection. Oh, dude! And as soon was as like, the, how did you not know? When, like, when I saw Whoa. the Naboo starfighter, I was like, "That's that Grogu's morning. little pod." Right. Um. I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't sure. I was like, eh, you know. But it makes it makes yeah. sense. They say Ben was Luke's true first student. They're keeping with that. Um, but yeah, I think if we had just, you know, shortened it, I think we could have gotten the same amount of, you know, they'd have their moment to show off and make up for what they did in season two. Uh, and then we could have gotten more Cad Bane. And I think oh, yeah. that would have been better overall just because i mean i had no problem with cad bane like in the story like that was fine but i think everyone would have appreciated if we had just a little I, bit more i think it's because we're not done with him yet he's dead he's not dead he i don't think he's dead. dead so here so here is why i think he's not dead don't say the blinking he, ha light. he has a heart rate monitor don't, on his, no, no, it's no, no. a blinking light no he's not dead he is he is gone. So uh, why would that yeah. be blinking on a, a, a on a on They a, went out of their way they to make sure you heard that, and saw that. They, because they, it was, it's the same I it's the same thing that they did for Boba Fett when and Mando season 1 when Boba Fett walked up when it's, I still hate that they didn't do this in the in the flashback but when he walks up with the spurs on everybody knew that was Boba Fett because of the spurs and they're like oh Boba Fett's coming. I think what they're doing is they're setting for up for him to show up in Ahsoka. He's gonna he's gonna be another one of those characters, or he's gonna come back in Boba Fett season two. He they they have set it up to allow these characters that you've known and loved in Clone Wars and Rebels to just like live throughout the universe. Because like for the longest time, everyone's like, oh, Cad Bane isn't dead. There's no way you can't bring Cad Bane for an episode and a half. Not even he gets how much screen time does he get? Five minutes? Not even. That's a he. That's a, as far as bounty hunters go. I think he's super important. I agree with you that he's important. But I, he's he's dead. <sighs> well, here you know I think I think when you oversaturate all the content with the same characters, that's kind of why I have yeah, sure. you know, I don't feel want that. Ahsoka to be in Kenobi. Like I think like these are all great characters. Clone Wars and and Rebels are phenomenal shows. But I think we're you know, you know what Man what Mandalorian season one did was like show us that. They still know how to make really yeah, most great definitely. And new stories, and I think yep. even Mando season two was you know, weakened just a little bit by all the cameos. And Dave mm. Filoni loves his cameos, which I can appreciate <laughs> yes. to some extent. Oh but I think, you know, if we keep dragging out, like doing the Doctor Who thing, like Doctor Who serves his purpose, er, you know, the regeneration, the yeah. nobody's really dead in that show. I don't, that just isn't Star Wars to me personally. Agreed. But, um, you know, it's possible. I'll say it's possible. I get I get the theory, but I I. Personally, I don't think Boba season two is happening. So, so. My, my the so, so my closing remark to all of that is I will say that I think what Filoni has recognized is that his the audience that they've built as far as Clone Wars and Rebels fans they're getting older, and they're yeah. like they were they were young and they may have let Star Wars go. Mm -hmm. Like think about the time when Rebels and Clone Wars is out, and then everyone went to college and yeah. people grew up. And so now they're starting to get back into Star Wars again because of Book of Boba Fett and mm -hmm. because of Mando. So I'm wondering if they're using some of these characters to hook. I wonder if they're like they're introducing like, oh, I remember this. Oh, my gosh. You know, and like the idea of having Thrawn for me mm -hmm. 
oh my God, that was huge. And so I would assume the people who grew up reading those Timothy Zahn novels, they're mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, Thrawn's coming back in live action. So that's the only, only, it's the only reason why I think he uses those cameos and those, those, yeah. the, I think he uses those characters as a tool to hook people back in and bring them back because the movies didn't do a, good, a great job of that. I really don't think the movies did a really good job of recapturing a Star Wars audience. Mm-hmm. They might have reestablished, they might have established a new Star Wars fan base, mm-hmm. but I really don't think they really grabbed hold onto the old Star Wars fans. Yeah, that, 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 that makes sense. Um, and, and I'm super excited for live-action Thrawn because um, that is it, that is Ahsoka's, like, that is a great setup for her. Oh. Like, I need to get rid of this thing. Um, and I'm super excited. So like, I really hope we see Rey Sloan in um, Ahsoka. Imagine. Uh, That's you your know, girl, dude. She, love Sloan. That, you love Admiral Sloan. I love Sloan. Yeah, She's a badass. Um, so, She's a badass. There's a lot of potential in that show. But I mean, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. And like with Cad Bane, makes sense. But I think even his cameo or his appearance is weakened by other, like sure. the, the oversaturation of Agreed. cameos. Yes. Um, you know, like Ahsoka in Mando season two served her purpose. It was really impactful. I really enjoyed that episode. But then we have, you know, Boba obviously we know was setting up his own show, but you know, Bo-Katan and this and that and everybody's in the <laughs> A lot of marketing. Um, I, I hear you, but that's that's the point is when we all watch that episode at six AM or midnight, whenever you wake up to watch it, mm-hmm. as most diehards do, everyone's talking about it. That's true. And yeah. it always whether we like it or not, because like I said, when Boba first came back with the Spurs. Tim and I sat there and tried to justify how it wouldn't be Boba Fett for an entire episode. We really didn't want it to be. Mm-hmm. But in the end, the grander scheme of why they brought him back was revealed to us. And yeah. from a business perspective, they're always going to go back and they're always going to say the cameos are what make the buzz on the yeah. show and what make social media blow up the next day. And obviously I'm not going to be upset, you know, like. Ugh, why would they do no, this? No, you're not mad. You're uh, just like, no, I would have like, I would have done this differently. What what makes Mando so special is they told a unique story yeah. with very the first season with very few like obviously there were references, but for the most part it was like a clean it was fresh. slate. I don't yeah. think besides Grogu we saw the Force in Mando season 1. Right. Either. And nope. that is what so I like, we don't we don't need. I I do I do understand especially from a marketing's perspective if you want new people into Star Wars like the the mystical element of the Force and yeah. Jedi have to be there but i you know grogu is like you know he kind of uses the force kind. he gets so tired when he uses it i feel so he bad needs for a little him. nap after so exerted. so cute <laughs> uh, but here. it goes back to what you and i discussed a few weeks ago which was the the generational gap between star wars fans yeah i explained i have my uncle who's in his 60s he has the original pin that says may the force be with you and he saw that's so cool day down to my seven-year-old son who has watched Rebels all the way through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My uncle has not seen Rebels. Right. My son has. My uncle, both of them would tell you they're Star Wars fans. Yeah. yeah. I, like I said, my son has a lightsaber hanging up in his room. He's got all the shirts. My uncle has the pin. He's saving up to do Galactic Star Cruiser. I spoke to him yesterday. So with that, <laughs> if, if he's watching Mandalorian, because like we said, the people that watch animated, it's a much smaller group of people than yeah, that watch live weird. action. Yeah. But if the live action people see someone like Cad Bane, they see the internet blow up, they see all the fanfare around it, they're like, maybe I'll go back and watch Clone Wars mm-hmm. to learn why this Dude, is such a big deal. The amount of people that are like, do I need to watch Clone Wars yes. or Rebels in yes. order to, to, to that like understand yes. whatever? And I'm just like, okay, you don't have to, but, but man, yes. you really should. You should. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and if again, you have the time. If you have the time. There's a lot of fluff. And Kevin, I always say this. Like there's there there are, are there's pivotal episodes that that make so much more sense as far as like the storytelling. Mm-hmm. And then you and then when you we trim all of the fat off because man, it's just like any other TV show. There's just fillers. We and there's posted so the much order filler. to watch Clone Wars on Twitter and Facebook. So if you go to the Star Wars and Scotch Twitter and Facebook, it has the order that that the StarWars.com put out. It says watch Clone Wars in this order. I have watched it through twice now in that order as opposed to the old way. It is 700% more enjoyable that way than it is I'm sure. the old way of release order. So it's like watching what you said with Marvel, watching MCU in chronological versus release. Yeah. You said once you know the whole story, chronological is a better way to watch. It's just like Star Wars. Everyone's always like, what do you, how do you watch Star Wars? And like, if it's your first time, you watch it, you watch it how it was released. Yep. And then go back and watch it in its chronological order. And then you get a completely different story. Okay. You're it's, not a machete order fan. I, machete order doesn't make sense to me <laughs> because, like, when I have to go and Google mm-hmm. um, how to watch Star Wars, it's just like it's it's really hard. Because it, how do you do it? You start. You, I don't even know how you start. I, I don't. I don't know. There's either. a way to start, and it's like you go like one, two, four, and then or like one, three, four, back to two, then you go to five. And then you do something else and then you go to six. Yeah. It's a lot of back and forth. And someone says it's a really cool experience if you do it. Oh, and so I need to try it. I need to I need to sit down and give it a shot. I did it once. It was like, what did you right. think? Did it make sense? I get why someone would say to do that. But I think, you know, someone once recommended like, oh, do machete order for your first time watching. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> That'd be you so do release like, Star order. Wars is already confusing. You, you can't, do you release can't. order. That's the way it makes sense. I have a friend who was like, no, I started my girlfriend on chronological. I was like, you started with the prequels? Are you nuts? They're gonna have no idea what's going on. You have to hook them with the good stuff first, and then you show them the crap. Yeah, <laughs> come on. I mean, I think like I don't do like a full like the last time I watched all of them within a close period of time was on a flight there and back from Australia. Oh my because god! Because I had the time. Oh, yeah, you can't go anywhere. You have nowhere um, else to go. You know, I think I knocked off the first, or I I think I knocked off one, two, and three, one flight, and then back four five six and you do lord of, seven. of the rings on that flight um, y- yes <laughs> you uh, would um, me i would yeah, yeah i'm going I, near i'm gonna be near dude, new zealand i, I have once, to watch once it once a year i used to do uh the 14 hour uh, extended edition marathon Oof. that's disgusting um yeah that would that would cover the 14 hour flight um but uh generally speaking for me it's more like eh, I'm in the mood to watch Return of the Jedi. And then yeah. I just turn it on. And then it's just like, oh, okay, I'm watching Return of the That's Jedi. That's how now. I've been lately where I just like, I've had the itch to sit down and watch it. But I feel but I feel like if I turn one on, I've got to sit down and watch all of them. That's the problem is the one finishes and your like brain is conditioned yeah. to be like, I would like to watch the next one. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so immersed in like the books and the comics that I don't, I'm not currently having that urge, but like, it just, there's so much to there's so many Star Wars. It, we, we <laughs> well, we constantly say it on, on streams and, and in shows. It, it's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. It really is. It's, there's it's, just so there's... much content where I feel like for the longest time we didn't have any content. Like We got our trilogy, we got our prequels, and then it was nothing. And forever. then people were like, but Legends, I'm like, it still exists. Go back and enjoy it. There's nothing. Yeah. No one burned their books. It's, it may, wasn't I may, Footloose. I may, every time somebody brings it up, I, when we first started the show, Someone came at me about legend stuff. I'm like, what did Mickey go to your house and burn everything on your front lawn? Like, you still own it. Yeah. You can still read it. You can yeah. still consume it. The stories are still it's out there. It's gone. Some t- someone, uh, like a year ago, t- said to me, like, aren't you mad what they did to the Mandalorians? I'm like, no. I got two stories. 
I can go read the Legends books, mm-hmm. or I can you know, watch the canon. And guess what? It's all Star Wars. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's all Star Wars. They've also married, you know, a lot of the canon, the, the Legends material into canon for Mandalore. Yeah. And they're still doing it. Next season, I think we're going to get the biggest dump of what canon Mandalorians mm-hmm. are than we've ever gotten. So... Yeah, and it's still that's the point is like you sit down and you read a Marvel comic or a DC comic. How many iterations of Captain America? How many iterations (laughs) of Batman? How many iterations of Wonder Woman do exist? How many different Hulks are there? They reference three or four of the Hulks throughout the MCU movies that they have in the comics. And that's just three or four. There's Mm -hmm. so many more. And that is what you need to kind of look at through the lens of Star Wars is like there's different opportunities to experience the characters in different scenarios in different ways, just like you would with a comic. It's so weird, though, because like as a Star Wars fan, we are conditioned like, OK, th- so I feel like there's two different types of Star Wars fans. You've got your very much so casual fan who's watched the movies and sometimes watch the show. Then you have the diehard fans. There's like there's really like no in between. I think like you either like you either just kind of like casually watch it or like you're really into it. And then there's definitely there's different like sub levels of getting into it. Um, like, you know, the anatomy of a hut. And I'm like, <laughs> um, I, I found that TikTok video in my, in my for you page. I'm just like, oh, that she, was my she knows rebirth. about she knows about the glands. Did you watch it? I, I have. There I, you go. It I, worked. I, yeah, I watched it. I was so <laughs> intrigued. Um, so, yeah, she has like a different level of fandom than I do. Woo, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um. Crap! Where was it? I? The whole, the whole the levels of fandom. The the, the levels of fandom. I, EU legends. Perfect. So Star Wars fans are aren't conditioned to have a multiverse. Yes. And so we are very much so conditioned to be to live in a single timeline, just from point A to point B, and that is it. Whereas a Marvel or a DC fan is so conditioned to have like because like when they're a fan of Marvel. Right. You're like a fan of everything. Like you you know, like you've seen the movies, you've seen the TV show, like you get you get so exposed to it whether you want to or not. Like my kid is watching Sp- like Spider-Man and his amazing friends. But there's like references to canon material in this show. Yeah. And so it's just like if you watch any piece of Marvel, you get the entire picture whereas in Star Wars, it's so fragmented that you have to go around and find it. So I think to your point Kevin when we start talking about like oh the EU and the legends and the canonical stuff, we 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 have a hard time seeing it in a multi-layered thing whereas to your point there's 10 different hulks and i'm okay with that right but could you imagine having three different luke skywalkers from three different I mean, universes we, like we well, I mean, do. In Legends, we do have... but like it's hard to wrap your head around that because there is only one luke skywalker it's mark hamill like that's how we see that's how we see star wars like whereas like captain america like anyone could be captain america and i'd be fine with it well, yes, they they proved that. Yeah, in Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, in Legends, we have Luke, and then we have Luke, and then we have Luke, his clones. Could you imagine, like, ah, I'm three U <laughs> Luke. I'm L three U K E. We might get Luke clones in the show. Who knows? Oh God. No. <laughs> Wait, are you so, against Luke clone? I, I, Luke, yes. Well, okay, I'm which Luke are you against? I I just I don't I, I don't. Is know. it Luke, in, Luke in, in, or Luke? In one of the legends, there's multiple versions of him, and some of them get a little on that. Like, okay, so I think we're gonna get a clone Luke because the way they end Bad Batch at the cloning facility with the cloning facility, and and and, and I didn't believe it we until Kevin em- brought it up, and, and, and the I, Emperor is mega obsessed with cloning, and and then. That'll bring if they if they have Luke's hand, then that'll explain how they confirm the comics he does have. Luke's he hand. has his hand, and then that'll explain how Ray gets his lightsaber. Episode seven. 
Oh, Moz said it was a story for another time. So we're just waiting for that time to come that's around. The story Moz. Really, could you imagine if that's how they release like that whole thing is like it's like a one off episode of of Moz sitting in the cantina and she just like tells a story mm-hmm. of how she got the hand. That we so it's just like a one off, just like like you know, it's like an ABC seven p.m. show for the family, and it's just it's Moz Kanata talking about what how she it, got Luke's what hand. What if it's Moz reading by a fireplace in her? Her cantina, just like you do on Christmas Eve. Yeah, the story of how she got the lights. Yeah, was the night. It was the night before the Death Star blew up. Life Day. <laughs> um, to to bring this home, two more two more things I want to cover. Uh, celebration. We talked about gaming at the top. I want to hear more about TV and movies expectations, Sawyer. From you, Tim and I have kind of beat this to, to death. I want to hear from you what you're expecting. What you're like, yeah, I'm going to see. And what is like, no, nah, that's bullshit. We're not going to see that. Yeah. So we already covered video. My priority absolutely is more information on the KOTOR remake. Yes. Um, yep. Obviously, that's like my favorite um, thing ever. Um, what I want to see, and I want them to acknowledge it because we have so little information. I want a full panel on the Acolyte. I want to know yeah. what's happening. I want to yes. know who the cast is. I want to know how this ties into the rest of the High Republic. Um, I want that. I want like a High Republic panel just in general because um, they have not, in my opinion, they have not marketed High Republic well. Because even today, I'm getting constant comments on my page like, you are marketing this you are causing me to go out and buy these books and Disney's not. They did some marketing. It's not that they are ignoring it, but it it hasn't been a priority right. and it should be because in my opinion, the High Republic is the best storytelling since the Old Republic. Um, and the Acolyte is going to take place at the tail end of of the high republic era um so so for me that is like priority they must do the acolyte um not only because of the high republic but we need sith we don't have that many sith in canon we have palpatine plagueis was mentioned Mm -hmm. we have tenebrous was mentioned in rise of skywalker we have revan we have maul dooku and vader that's it and that is in the rise of skywalker encyclopedia Um, too he is and i think we Either Naga Sadao or Naga Sadao's canon. Don't we? Well, um, Ajunta Paul is canon. But we by name. Bane is canon. Bane is canon. In Clone Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but we but all of those like we That's don't it. have yeah, the name. story. Right. We don't know. Like so, we need we need acolyte and we need a we need Sith lore mm-hmm. like past Sith lore, the history of Sith lore. That is what we need. That's what I want the most out of Celebration. I think. Damn, she's um, right. And I would like. <laughs> Well, I'm saying that because like you get more like info on Sith stuff at the uh, uh the the shop in in Star oh, Wars. Uh, Dan uh, Don uh what's the guy's Doc name? Ondar? In Doc Ondar's place, like you get like there's more Sith stuff in like dark shit in there. There's some cool relics and stuff that they have in there you could buy, but I mean like they actually have like lore attached to them. Mm-hmm. Like that's more Sith history that I've gotten from Star Wars. Like, and that's sad that I had to go to a theme park to, to get it. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we that's that's severely lacking in canon. So, and, and they're going to do this show, and it's going to be. And I have really high hopes for it, but, um, but I also would like. I mean, we <laughs> to, to piggyback on the high hopes. Uh, I swore up and down that when the Netflix Marvel shows left, that Punisher would not be on Disney Plus. That they put it on Hulu because it was yeah. Guess what's on Disney Plus? Is Punisher on Disney Plus? Punisher Shut is going up. to Disney Plus. So that's really that actually intense. gave me high hopes for Acolyte. Because mm. if you can put Punisher on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. 
you can get into some dark shit in Star Wars. It's not edited at all because there's a scene where he like blows a hole through a guy's chest. I know. <laughs> okay, that's wild. I have I've not seen, seen Punisher, so I don't know. But um, it's 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 TVM violence. If they put the Rogue One Vader slaughterhouse scene in like on Disney Plus, I think they can get away with Acolyte. Because I mean, like to be, that's like, gory. Horror, you know, that's what it was marketed as. But, um, but yeah, that is that we need we need more information because yeah and i'm sure we'll get more ahsoka stuff too um but depending on the success of kenobi it being its own thing away from the filoni verse that's going to build up you know this idea that there are going to be mini series that we can like you know i just yeah i'm i I i'm so excited for the acolyte and you know i would like some more information about what's going on with the high republic because i the next wave is back in time yeah um and i don't know are you guys like caught up with I have like an hour of Midnight Horizon left. Okay. I've just been going off of what he's been saying, and he said it wasn't great. So I didn't like Midnight I'm Horizon. Not, I'm just. I enjoy it. It's. I mean, I've, I've liked every High Republic book. Um, Did but you like the, the the ones that the the teen novels? Did you the in betweeners like the ones that were marketed for like uh, fifteen? Like Into the Dark and stuff. No, 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 no. Dark. That was one of the main so ones. Have, like oh Race to Crash Point Tower. No, and I those. haven't. I haven't read. Okay, those. so you haven't. Yeah. Read yeah. Um, but I mean, I I know what happens basically, but I, I don't. Um, I just they really on, don't matter. I depend on Alex and Molly to fill me in on what happens. In those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I was now that I have like the in with the publishing, I can like request that stuff. But yep. I wasn't gonna, you know, I'm a college student. I wasn't gonna go buy the kitty novel. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I tr- we tried and and we were like, no, um, it was yeah. too much for me to read with myself son because that was my original plan Mm -hmm. because he's only seven he'll be eight soon right but like then they made the golden book so i bought him the golden book yeah that's i think a summary that was too little for him interesting because like one line per page he's like this is oh kyler would like that yes he would love it my my two-year-old would love you want it i'll give it to you and then uh you know he's he's reading like we're reading narnia now so he's Mm -hmm. reading books like that but those are a little bit too old for him i would love to see some content aimed at his age where yeah. it's simple enough for a kid to read, and maybe it's a couple hundred pages, a chapter book. Well, I think we're, I think that I heard something about a, like a High Republic cartoon. Yes, they're doing a High Ooh. Republic cartoon aimed at, I believe, the ten, like, E ten crowd. So uh, excited for that! But I mean, I just I want, but you guys have read Fallen Star, you know what's yep. going yeah, on. No, yeah, no, yeah, we all, yeah, we've we talked it. about like, it last week, full episodes on. Uh, Fallen Star is my favorite canon novel. It was really good. It was um, really well done. Into the Dark was my favorite. Both are Claudia Gray is saying something. <laughs> She's really good. Claudia good at what she does. I agree. Um, but I, I am angry with Star Wars because they are saying, oh, wave two, we're going back in time. No, 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 no. I need someone, excuse my language, I need someone to kick Mark Rose ass. Oh, my God. I need him to go away. <laughs> but don't you think we're going to learn more about the formation of the Nihil and in phase two now well have you read the um eye of the storm comic not then? yet it's in my to-do list that We're, will give you your answer i'm in the, ah, I'm in the okay. murder mystery i forget what they're called the other high republic not the main one. Oh, oh um what is it called you know what i'm talking about that one yes the one with yeah yeah, yeah i know what you're talking about yeah i'm, I'm reading um, that one right now but i think the second issue of eye of the storm just came out but that gives a lot of con the first issue com- gives like a lot of context yeah I, I had seen i'd seen that it it sheds a lot of light on him um, as a character i think we'll get more you know because the nile have been around for a long time so i think we'll yeah. get more of that in the and i'm excited i love the high republic but i'm like i need well someone to end it. <laughs> if we're going in the past for this one it would only make sense that we jump a bit ahead in the phase three which is considered 
I don't want to say the final phase, but the last yeah. phase they've announced. Is that where Acolyte falls into? Because phase that three? would lead us right. right to Acolyte, which would mean a seamless transition. So it's like all the book readers could just whoop and watch the show. Yeah. yeah and, and I think to your point, it is frustrating, but they needed phase one to like establish that timeline. And then they need to be able to establish the past to make mm -hmm. sense for what we've had in the present. And then we'll have the future. Yeah. And then we'll have this yeah. beautiful picture when it's all done. It's like a good frustrating, but I'm it like, is very good. It is very Star frustrating. Wars, you want more. Like, Most Star Wars is good frustrating. It is. I agree. Very much so. You know, I, yeah. I just, I need. And I, I agree with I you think, with Markion. I think Markion, I, I genuinely, I think he is the, like in a good way, I think he's the worst villain. I like, I genuinely, very fun. he is scarier to me than Palpatine. And I know Palpatine was extremely powerful. It's a different and kind bad, of scary. Dude. But the difference between the two is, well, besides them, Markian not being force sensitive, Markian didn't care, you know, how yeah. he was like number. Palpatine, obviously, he like, he was protecting his interests. Right. Like, he, it, it wasn't, you know, Markian is like destruction. He's a serial killer. He's a serial killer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Palpatine's like, I will kill who I have to to get what I want. He's a businessman. Right. Um, so I mean, he just like, you know, I love, I love when Star Wars scares me because that doesn't happen very often. Mm -hmm. It's happened twice for me, once in Revan, the description of what Vitiate is capable of. Mm. And um, it's happened in Fallen Star. Oh, um, yeah, Vitiate Vitiate's he's my horrifying. favorite. Um, he's my favorite legend character by far. But but that that's that Markion has that ability to what Markion yeah. knows we don't like he knows so much that we don't know and yep. and we and... saw that we saw that you know a lot of people think a non-force user can't compete in the realm with the force users right well literally it's in the name of the the tool that he's using with the leveler or oh you know Ers. it makes sense that he has even the playing field and right. now going forward you know, the Jedi should be absolutely terrified of him because of what he is capable of with Yeah, these. and so, I think a lot of people, when the Hyperpoke started, we were like, what are these pirates gonna do? <laughs> yeah, exactly, agreed. I, th I was imagining like Mad Max, that was the vibe I got from them. Yeah. Like, you know, like, uh, what, what does he say when he sprays the thing in his mouth in the Mad Max movie? Um, oh, not remember me, but I know you're talking this about. This used to be my sub alert, I should remember this. Uh, you were yeah. streaming a while, Kevin, that's why. I know, yeah. it's been a while. Um, but um, yeah, so that that was the way I thought, but no, they've exceeded expectations on who they are. And uh, uh, um, the other one too, uh, the plants. Drangir. The Drangir? The Drangir of also, I was like, how are we gonna make plants scary? Oh, that's how we're gonna make plants scary. Okay. I didn't think Make them like the flood. Until like, the comics. That's the vibe. If you played Halo, I don't, I don't know if you're a Halo mm -hmm. fan. Ah. So there's a race in Halo called the Flood, and they're like this parasitic creature. Parasitic insect type of, you know, you know, and they turn beings into their hive mind situation. Okay. And that's essentially what the Drangir kind of do too. Uh, so, well, more operating with a hind mind, not really turning people. Yeah. So that's where I, I like that. Like the I, Borg or anything else. Like it's. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna get deeper into the Drangir, and it's gonna be some dark shit because <sighs> if, we should if, get them in the in the in this second wave because it's the agreed. Past. And if the Sith lock them away, you know there's an issue They're there. They're bad news, yeah. But it wasn't until, like, I guess maybe it was just the interpretation of Into the Dark just being a YA novel they couldn't get as, like, graphic as yep. maybe Fallen Star was. But um, it, it wasn't until I read the comic run and I saw that, like, dead child and I was like, because the drinker had him, like, and I was like, oh! That's another one. I don't think you're done with that one. I haven't finished them yet. Cool! I mean, it was, like, issue two, I think, but... 
Oh, maybe I did. I don't. The what the thing that got me from the higher public is the husks. Once I saw a picture of the husks, oh, yeah, that was wild. That because you can only imagine it so far, like what it does to them in, in the. But then when you saw the husk, and I think it was it was the 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 uh, the detective one. That one was like, whoa, that's that's okay. This is kind of and load horrifying in and the, scarring. The, the yep. load in. Um, uh, so yeah, to wrap things up, Sawyer. Talk to us about you, your content. We talked about it last time. Where are you at? I've seen you covering Marvel stuff. Talk about Sawyerism. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hello. Um, I should have done this earlier. Oh, yeah. No, thanks. no. We, we, I'm sorry. I just saw her shoes. The Revan shoes? Yeah, you got Revan shoes on. Oh, she also has, awesome. for those that are, are listening that aren't watching, she's got Revan shoes on. They're they're uh, Chucks. Which one? This is they're Converse. And then yeah. she's got an Obi-Wan. She's got Obi-Wan Kenobi Lego earrings on, too. Fitting. She's yes. full Star Wars. I love it. Yes. Love it. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm Sawyerism. I am a Star Wars lore master and a content creator. My main platform is TikTok. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter, um, and, and YouTube eventually once I, once I graduate college in a couple of weeks. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah, I, I do, sometimes I go off into, I've done some Resident Evil content, the occasional Marvel content, um, but I mainly stick in the realm of Star Wars. I also uh, have a series going on right now about Star Wars biology because um, a lot of people have in my comments are like, don't you have a day job? And I'm like, yeah, I'm actually like a real life biologist. Like, this, this, this has a... <laughs> um, but yes, I do know a disgusting amount of Jabba the Hutt's uh, anatomy. I was so surprised. Um, like, I literally, I feel like I need like merch that acknowledges that because I have like anti nihilist merch, but I feel like I the next thing I is learned like, so much about Tegruda, um, their uh, Leku mm -hmm. from you, so thank you for that as well. Yeah, thank you for watching. <laughs> Thanks Montreals for giving me the views. They're but well, they have well, they, they have Montreal, they've got Montreal, they, but they have Leku, but they have Leku as well. Yeah, yeah, okay. they've got their both. Do you know why I know that? Because I watch your video. <laughs> Well, thank you. Appreciate it. I didn't it. see that one. I um, saw the hut one. But uh, but yeah, so I do uh, biology and I do um, lots of lore. Uh, I focus typically on the Old Republic and the High Republic. We got a mix of legends and canon going on there. Um, but yeah, that's who I am. That's what I do. Um, and th thank you so much for having me, guys. As always. Yeah, of course. Thank you. It's nice to have content yeah. creators that are lo like local-ish. So. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks no, it's, by. It, it's been a blast as always. So uh can you shout out your uh, TikTok, your Twitter, and wherever else people can find yes, you? Yes, um, that is uh, Sawyerism for those listening. It's S-A-W-Y-E-U-R-I-S-M. A lot of people um, will, they think my name is spelled with the U as well, but but it is not. But my username, that's, that's how you spell it. Uh, and all of my socials are that. I got so lucky picking, like, a... a, a creator like name like i have had no problem snapchat twitter insta everything is sawyerism it's been super easy for me go smash the follow button and hopefully sawyer we get to see you gcx and you know our audience if does too you will have me i will be there of course then we'll see you of there of course then we will see you that there you go it's confirmed there's your uh one of the, <laughs> there it is one of the few at the beginning that's our confirmed. i think that's our first is that our first confirmation nah, we've been talking about how they're going so okay we just haven't posted anything. no i mean like official though okay can we yeah, say it's yeah, our first yeah, official yeah, sure. all right that's our first gcx CX confirmation. Yes. Official. But um, yeah, I mean, we are uh, we're getting really excited for GCX. You can go to gcxevent.com slash tickets, June 11th and 12th, Rosenshingle Creek, Orlando, Florida. Um, you can head over to the website too and uh, check out. Uh, the website got a revamp. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. I just want to say the, 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 the fresh coat of paint on the website, 
10 out of 10. And there's more updates coming in the next few weeks as we start to announce what's going to be happening, who's going to be there, all of that fun stuff. It's going to be a very fun year at GCX it's this year. It's, it's just, just Sawyer. Yeah, it's just a Sawyer. Technically <laughs> Sawyer Con. We're just going to put a chair in the middle of the floor. All right. It's say just hello. me. Hi. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, thank you so much for tuning to episode 74, Star Wars and Scotch. Make sure you head over to Tim's channels, Doctors 429, streaming right. Monday through Friday, 9 a.m.-ish Eastern. <laughs> I just I like he's at 9-ish. I'm covering your ass. That's good. I appreciate it. Thank no, you. No, you, you got it. But uh, yeah, you can. are you still on Elden Ring? Yes. Oh, my God, dude. Did you get your ass handed to you today? I actually did really well today. Nice. Yeah, I played with Luvo for a little bit, so that was cool. Oh, yeah, multiplayer. We did, we did some co-op. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. Nice. Elden Ring's great. I don't know if you've played Elden Ring yet. Nah. Sort of, I, don't but... have a, I don't have a PC. I don't have a... Okay, all right. I have my little tiny Lenovo 2014 ThinkPad uh -huh. that can barely run uh, the Old Republic MMO, and oh. uh, that's what I'm working with. <laughs> Man, I have to work on, like, I have to have you talk to somebody. We'll, we'll get, we'll get, just, we'll, I'll have you talk to some people. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thanks for listening to Star Wars and Scotch, episode 74. KingsCoastCoffee.com, GCXEvent.com slash tickets. You can head over to raredrop.co to check out all the old episodes of Star Wars and Scotch. You can even listen to the last one Sawyer was on, which was episode, I don't know. They'll you, put I was going to be really impressed if you knew. <laughs> I should have brought that relevant I think it was like 40-something. Like, yeah, I want to say. Right. That's like, crazy that there's been that many episodes. Well, we took like that six-week break, too. So There was a lot going on. Yeah, we were we were very busy. But um yeah we're super excited to uh jump into obi-wan we got more guests coming over the next few weeks so stay tuned for that tim and i will be back on the comics next week too as well and whatever other news comes up what Nothing. you looked at me like you weren't gonna do that no i was looking at you because i was waiting episode for the episode 47 I was waiting paul for this. found it it was about bad batch um that's the one you can go listen to what that's it i'm just i'm going to say goodbye it's it's fun it's fun doing this like together because we haven't done this together in person in person since before the pandemic no no so it's just like it's fun i haven't done like a show in like together with people in a while so it's good yeah no and we're uh we're we're hopefully going to do more of these by the way tim wants me to clarify we're not going to video so for those of you enjoying the video oh yeah we're not there yet we're gonna get back to video down the road but next week's gonna go back to your little yeah when you get just way. the audio version next week don't come to my chat and ask where the video is tim can't see face very upset anyway you all have a good one tim take him out <laughs> the force will be with you always When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.